podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. the Friday forecast. It is international week. We are doing international football. I refuse to do it. So today, for a bit of a change, we are going to do three in, three out. So I have challenged the guys to pick three players to put into a club and three players to take out this summer. They have to be realistic. Uh, and if they aren't, we'll, we'll be having words later. So I am your host, Chris Brack. And today I am joined by Oscar from All Leeds TV, Matt, uh, the regulars back, and the Robin to my Batman. Avi is also here as well. So hello, gents. How are we all? All good. Good, good. good. Excellent, excellent. Right, let's fly in. So Oscar, we'll start with you first. So Oscar has been given Leeds and Chelsea to do. And just give an update who the others have got. Avi, you've got... Uh, Man City and Liverpool, and Matt has got Tottenham and Man United. So, Oscar, we'll start with you. So, you were given Chelsea. So, you're in charge of Chelsea. What three players are you binning off, and what three players are you bringing in? Okay. Um, I think I've got to start with the defenders. I'm taking, I'm getting rid of Aspilicueta. I think he's just been a great player in the Premier League, but now is he really performing in the league? Really? Is he really at his best? Yeah, you could argue the leadership. But I think Thiago Silva's kind of taken that role off him now. So I've gone Aspilicueta to go. Um, do you want the other players as well to go? Yeah, go on. I've got rid of Jorginho as well. I just don't think... I just, I just don't massively rate Jorginho, to be fair. I think there's better midfield options out there. I think Chelsea needs better midfield options than Jorginho, to be honest. And the last one might be quite controversial. I've gone Hakim Ziyech to go because just this is because of who I brought in though I just think Ziyech I don't think he's suited to this league particularly well I think obviously 28 I think obviously you look at the other the likes of um, Havertz and Werner yeah Ziyech has probably played better this season than those two but he's 28 I just think the improvement is there with Havertz and um, Werner etc etc I think they're all just a bit younger I just think Ziyech needs to um, needs to go as well um, but it, you might see why when they, when I go through who I'm going to bring in though but uh, do you want the people to come in? Go on then so let's see you bring it in and then we'll have a, we'll see what we think of your business Okay I'm going to start with the centre-back to replace um, Asper de Quetta um, I'm going to go for Jules Koundé um, from Sevilla massive fan of his um, I think he is a future France captain, potentially. Uh, I do like my Spanish football. And he's been a standout for Sevilla this season. I think he suits 
he'd just do a bit of everything. Ball playing, um, good in the air considering his height. Just got a bit of everything about him. And I think alongside a Thiago Silva, I think he's. I think he could suit it. To be honest, I think he could suit it pretty well. So I'm going to go with um, and young as well. Only 21, so he's got a big, big potential. So I'm going to go um, Kunde. Um, it's quite an ambitious signing as the left back. Sorry, centre back even. Okay, and who who, who you have ones? So centre mid, I've gone with Nicolo Barea from Inter Milan, right. being at one of the stars of the season um, in terms of in Serie A. Massive part of Inter Milan being up the, at the top of the table and just basing it off the system they've gone with so far, Chelsea, the 3 4 2 1. I think in that midfield, alongside Kante or Kovacic, I just think Barea suits it perfectly. He's got that bit of energy about him, he can tackle. He's got that quality on the ball. I think it's three goals, five assists this season for quite a defensive Conte team. Get plays box to box, can play hold in the field, can play pretty much anywhere. Nicolo Barea is the man for that midfield job for me. Um, and do you want the forward? Go on then, who's your forward? The forward I've gone for is Xiao Felix from Atletico Madrid. Um, I thought, I was thinking Haaland's the obvious one, but I just don't think Chelsea can get Haaland, to be honest. I think Haaland's there for uh, Madrid, someone right at the top, right at the top end of the table, City, PSG, etc., etc. I don't think Chelsea are quite at that level yet, but I've gone Xiao Felix. I think, um, yes, in terms of goals and that lot, for Atletico Madrid, he's not got tons of goals, but he's running quite a defensive team. I think in mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid, um, it, Chelsea can play in the 10 role, he can play out wide, he can play through the middle. I just think Chelsea got plenty of good options out wide. I think, obviously... Abraham and Giroud are decent target men. I just think Felix gives them that something a little bit different. Could play a bit of play everywhere. Maybe just gives them that kind of ha- um, sort of hazard kind of feel and someone who can carry the ball and kind of take the game by a scruff of the neck when they need him to. Fantastic player. I've gone Xiao Felix as the forward to come in and kind of replace okay. what Ziyech does. Cool. So um, before, we, before we go into the team, uh, Laura Duffy, regular on, on the show. Her suggestion for Chelsea is out. Rudiger, Alonso and Christensen. And in Felipe from Atletico, Talafico, I hope I've said that right, from Ajax, and Donnarumma from Milan. So, Avi, Chelsea, what, what are your thoughts on the business? Yeah, I think the Aspilicueta one is a bit of a surprise, just that he's he's been a great servant for Chelsea. I think his experience is still sort of needed. And Tuchel does like sort of, and sort of an old guard as well. I know, I know they've got Thiago Silva, but you just think, you just feel that how many more years has Thiago Silva got at the top? I think Jules Kunde is a great shout. I'm a massive fan of him myself, Oscar. I think he's a brilliant, brilliant um, player. He was actually my first choice for Liverpool. If, um, But then I chose someone else because I knew Kunde would have been the obvious one. But Kunde is great. I think Ziyech, I think maybe needs one more year. I think this is year he's probably settling in here, and then next season he's had his fair share of injuries as well. This season he's been in and out. You know the Lampard switch with Tuchel didn't help, and Jorginho. Yeah, um, again he, he he seems to be better. He seems to have a new lease of life under um, Tuchel, whereas with Lampard he was still sort of in and out of the team. I know he was Sarri's go-to man and back from Napoli. And the change of Felix, yeah, but I don't know how much he would cost. I know Atletico Madrid played, what, 119 million for him. And I know, we know Chelsea are absolutely loaded, but just wondering where he where, where that leaves Hybert's because Hybert's, you know, he takes that number 10 role, doesn't he? And all he can play against, I think, Germany yesterday or the day before he played as the central striker. Um, but they are great choices, um, Xiao Felix. And who was the last choice, did you say? 
Uh, Nicolo Barea from Inter Milan. Nicolo Barea, oh, great player. Yeah, again, um, Inter Milan. I, I'm a big fan of Sandro Tonali, who's at Milan. But Nicolo Barea, again, energetic, really, you know, plays with a good intensity. Just that little question mark whether Italians, uh, whether they make it in the Premiership these days, because we haven't seen it in a long time. I think we Not had Aquilani. Yeah, we had Aquilani and it just didn't work out. Yeah, he had his fair share of injuries. But yeah, no, that's a great uh, <laughs> that's uh, Chris's sarcasm coming through yeah. but, um, the only player I know we signed injured yeah and then just, we had Desena who was absolutely awful um, apart from two great goals that he scored against United and Madrid but yeah no, those are great shouts so yeah I agree with those cool Matt uh, are you happy with those shouts or is anyone anyone you think might be a bit of a better fit for Chelsea in or out um, I, I think for the outs they're, they're really bold shouts but like, look it'd be boring if we come on here and just said, said the obvious I think I think Jorginho is is kind of important to that to that Chelsea midfield, but I suppose it, it makes sense in terms of you know Thomas Tuchel potentially trying to be someone who who kind of builds uh, something at Chelsea rather than being their typical you know one two year manager win a trophy finish fourth and get sacked. Um, I think you know if he is trying to build something, he wants to get his own sort of philosophy and in that team switching around those those kind of core players and bringing in people who would suit him. Like you know Jorginho came in with a uh, Maurizio Sarri for the for the Sarri ball, and that was kind of his his kind of stamp on that team. Um, yeah, no, I think Espili Quetta has been an incredible servant for Chelsea, and as a Spurs fan, uh, I don't like seeing that. But credit where it's due, he's been he's been good. But of course, pushing on as well with Hakim Ziyech, I think that that was always going to be a a very dangerous signing for Chelsea because coming from the, the Eredivisie, which you know isn't one of the top leagues in in Europe, there there's good quality of football over there, but it's not really a quality that's kind of transmissible into other leagues. And I think we're seeing that with Ziyech and his uh, the way he struggled, but of course the injuries, and I think he was ill for a while as well, doesn't help. Um, so I think. One two seasons for him, Max, and probably could be moved on this summer as well, I suppose. But yeah, Joao Felix is a player I really like. Um, of course, struggling at struggling at, at Atletico Madrid, but he showed up in Fika. He has the quality. He has an eye for goal. I think he just needs to get into a, a system that would suit him a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I, I my thoughts with Chelsea were the pretty obvious ones. One was get rid of the keeper. You could pick a t- tick, Joe's Mendy or Kepa, uh, and the obvious one is Donnarumma because that seems to be one they're linked with, and he's on a free. In terms of centre-backs, uh, I agree with what you're saying about Thiago Silva, but he's very good at hiding his age, whereas Christensen, to me, is a liability. And the the, the Chelsea thing to do would be to go for Koulibaly. That is a very Chelsea thing. They just go for ready-made. They know what he's made of, and they, they would probably just put the money down for him. The one I think who might go for Chelsea this year is uh, Pulisic. Uh, I just think he's got the mat-ups about him. As in, when he's when he's fit, he's absolutely brilliant. But that's the big question, when he's fit. He can't string a run of games together. It's just unfortunate. And I think Chelsea, if they want to be challenging where they want to be, they need someone of his quality, but they need someone of his quality who's, who's available 70 80% of the time. And I just don't think Pulisic is, a, is there yet, sadly for him. There's a lot of talk that him and um, Tuchel don't get on. This is from the back of the six-month loan when they signed him in January, Chelsea, and he stayed on at Dortmund for six months. He didn't get on with Tuchel, so that's why he's been, again, in and out of the team. Um, so there's talk of maybe he might leave at a cut price in the summer for like 40 million, 30, 40 million. But let's see. Yeah. I think he's Chelsea's best player when fit, to be honest, or one of Chelsea's best players. But certainly last season, I think he stood up. I think without him, I don't think Chelsea were the maids. Uh, Liam Morrissey has said, according to Matt Law, said Lukaku is back on the Chelsea radar. I mean, listen, Lukaku would work for Lukaku would work for quite a few Premier League clubs. I know it. You know, we know Chelsea have tried to get him back in the past, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um, Rajiv Kumar wants to know, Avi, would you take Pulisic at Liverpool? It's a tough one because I love him. Um, obviously, being American too, but I just Is he? Uh, I just feel for his hamstrings. Um, he did pull up 
badly against uh, Arsenal, wasn't it, in the cup final? You just mm. think whether it's the same as Michael Owen. He does get persistent hamstring injuries, and that's the last thing that Liverpool Football Club need. We've had that with Naby Keita. We don't need that with um, Pulisic. So I'd probably, unfortunately, take a miss on Pulisic. Fair enough, fair enough. Right, Matt, let's go to you. Let's start with Man United for you. So Man who are you in, who are you out? Keep us, can we try and keep the staff down to 20 minutes if we can? <laughs> uh, we, we push for 30, then we go. Um, I, I think United was a bit of a weird one because for a lot of these teams, you're looking for kind of these gems hidden around Europe, as, as Oscar's done with the likes of uh, Nicola Barella. But I think with United, it's these big, big players that are looking for picking the, the three best that would fit. And I'll start with Jules Gunday as well because I've thrown him, him in there for Man United. I'm a huge, huge fan of him. His stats for, for a lot of the part are, are kind of comparable to. Uh, to Virgil van Dijk last season. Now, obviously, for the majority, Virgil van Dijk is ahead, but there's some there where he's he's really up there. He's, you know, his aerial uh, dual success rate is 74.5%, which is in the 97th percentile in European football. And again, as Oscar mentioned, he's, he's not the tallest. It is really impressive. He's he's pacey, he's physical, he's powerful. Uh, he's good playing the ball out from the back as well. He's really progressive in terms of his dribbling more than, uh, more than his passing. But I think when you're looking at that United defence, personally, I think they needed someone in there beside um, Eric Bailly, and given the Victor Lindelof and Harry Maguire are the two starters, it's a it's a weird one there, uh, in my opinion, from from Solskjaer. But Kunde, I think, is a player who who could step into the majority of defenses in European football, and he's one who could really steady the boat there for Man United, and and start keeping clean sheets there, whether it's in front of De Gea or Henderson, um, and in front of Kunde, I think a player who. Look, again, it's one that United are being touted to do, but probably the best option in midfield for them um, is is Declan Rice. He's a player that I've grown to to like in a way that I don't want to because of course playing for West Ham and what he did to Ireland and all that and I, I don't really like the, the kind of style of play that he has he's not tidy he's he's just he's just purely there and he's he's, he's a bit of a nuisance uh, and I think he'd be, be fantastic in that United midfield alongside Scott McTominay because you're looking at Fred in there who had a good 12 to 18 months uh, was an important player for them but has since just regressed so much look at that mistake he made against Leicester it's becoming a common theme with him and I think someone like Declan Rice in that midfield could allow McTominay a bit more freedom uh, watching him a bit last night for Scott, for Scotland against Australia who are or Austria who are a very good team when he gets in the ball drives forward he's able to take men on he's able to pick passes out and I think him being in that in that kind of double pivot is important for for the defensive side of things to big physical players but I do feel as though McTominay needs that freedom uh, to push on a bit more for them and, and the other one I think every United fan wants it at this stage and it's it's Jaden Sancho I, I feel it's one that it's it's a a win rather than than if to be honest um Sancho look an incredible player no one's going to hide that this season he's been a a, a bit kind of below the standard he set last season. He's six goals and nine assists, but last year, 29 goal contributions uh, in 23 games, which is one every 62.3 minutes, which is uh, the, the best for United is Rashford on 104 and a half minutes for every goal contribution. So he's streets ahead um, of, of all those United players. In terms of chances created, pass completion, dribbles per 90, uh, he's way out in front of all those players. The only thing you would question is his defensive work rate, uh, which which isn't very good. He tends to you know kind of stay up on that last man and, and give it, the attacking team a bit of something to think about uh, in a defensive area. But Sancho, for me, is, the, is the key to that United attack. They're struggling for someone to nail down that position on the right. Dan James can't do it. Mason Greenwood has gone backwards this season. So I think Jaden Sancho in there could be a fantastic addition. Cool, cool, cool. Right, before I go back to the guys, Laura Duffy's on fire. I probably should have got Laura on the show, really. Um, so for her, United outs are Jones, Lindelof, Van der Beek, and in uh, Kunde, Darun from Atlanta and Toran from Gladbach. So good, good, interesting shouts there, to be honest. Um, Oscar, Man United, your favourite club. Um, what are you thinking? Uh, are they the sort of moves you, you would expect them to make or is there anything different you would see for them? 
I think, I think it's a very good shout. I, mean, I, I actually think that's going to be pretty much what they do. I think De- certainly Declan Rice is one. I, th- I actually think Declan Rice will end up going there, to be honest. I think Sancho will as well. Um, I think that's two very good shouts off Matt. But I'd argue Man United, really. I think Diallo looks pretty good. I hate to say it, but he looks pretty good, to be fair. On the- At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Right inside, I kind of think my United need more of a out-and-out centre-forward, to be honest, and Matt's going to hate me a lot for saying this. Don't say it, Oscar. He's going to hate me a lot for saying this, but... Um, Veniscus. I think, yeah, Fernando Llorente's available. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, nah, look, I think Kane's... I hate to say it. I, I would have thought he'd probably be out of their price range anyway, but I'm going to say Kane. Um, I would have said Lukaku, but I don't think he can go back there after the way they kind of... I just find it funny the way they, they made all that work to keep on of Martial and they let go of Lukaku and I'm thinking... They made, him a bit, they made him a bit of a scapegoat as well, didn't they? They stopped yeah. saying that he's dying. and whatnot. Abby. Absolutely. I mean... All day long, we should have kept Lukaku and got rid of Martial. If it had to be one or the other, for me, I think Lukaku was the obvious one you keep. But um, but I'd go Kane. Yeah. I think with players like you know Rashford, um, Greenwood, and that lot, Fernandez to kind of run off. You know when Kane drops into that kind of like ten roll, I think he fits them really well. And I'm going to say someone else. I just think that midfield from time to time needs a bit more know-how and experience. I'm going to go quite ambitious there. Marco Verratti, I actually think, would be a pretty decent fit just for the last couple of years Great of his player. career in the Premier League. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that happen. Not Man United, though. Somewhere else. But um, I think he'd be a pretty good shout for them. But um, Kunde is definitely a good shout alongside Maguire at the back, I think. Cool. Uh, Liam Morrissey is b- back again. So he says for United, the ins are Sancho, Basuma and Sergio Aguero. And outs would be Jay's, uh, James, Marshall and Matic. Aguero would be an interesting one because Cavani's leaving and United do like to buy an experienced forward just to come and give them a handout. It's not it's it's not the out I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility. They have been dealing with two clubs before. Avi, what would you do with United? Yeah, I think well I know that they're definitely in for Kunde. Um United. Declan Rice, I think he wants to play alongside his mate, doesn't he? Mason Mount at Chelsea. Um, I know they've been linked with him in the past, United have with Declan Rice. I think the ship has sailed with Sancho, Matt. I really think that with Ahmed Diallo and Greenwood, Rashford, Marshall, Bruno, Shola Shortire, who's a very good prospect, um, Palistri, I think, who's gone out on loan that they brought from Uruguay. I think the ship has really sailed on Sancho because I think there's big, big hopes of Diallo coming in and actually next year they're expecting his breakout year. I think Greenwood, it happens with the youngsters, isn't it? They have a great sort of breakout sort of season like last season that he had and then he's just maybe learning the real sort of tough and you know the the bustle of the Premier League this season so I think next season we probably see a better Greenwood but Sancho is definitely going to be interesting where he sort of ends up it could just be that he, he stays on another year at Dortmund but that would be um, it's, it's definitely an interesting one for the summer with uh, Jaden Sancho Cool, cool uh, My sort of thoughts of United were I do think we need a centre-back. Uh, I think it's one of Lindelof or Bailly that will go. Uh, Bailly, because he can't stay fit, it's not an ability. Lindelof, I just don't think he's at the level they want. Um, I'm surprised that uh, they wouldn't look at someone like a Botman. 
who has been linked with us, he's at the, the age profile that probably United want, which is 23-24. I think they want to bring in a young but talented centre-back to work alongside the Maguire. Uh, for me, I'm not, I'm not a big Fred fan. I think he's okay, but I think Tommy outshines him in more than ways one. I think if you want to DM, he'd cost a fortune, but I'd get Ndidi from um, Leicester. I just think he's on. Oh, I think he's man. brilliant, and he, he he would be what United need. He's got physicality, he's got mobility, and he'd scare the life out of teams because you wouldn't want to face him. He'd be a nightmare, and he would even, make United scary, I would think. Even uh, another player who goes under the radar, he's had a superb season at Spurs, Hoiberg. Someone yeah, that yeah. just sits there at United, like a carrick type, and just plays the ball, tackles, his work rate is phenomenal. He, for me, under a like a better manager than Oli, he would flourish at a top, top team. Like, like he is right now for Spurs. No, no, Thank like you. he is. I'm right glad now. you added that in. I was getting yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to get on your bad side, Matt. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, Hoiberg, Hoiberg for sure. Like, he would be a great fit for United. But yeah, and Didi again, uh, most winning tackles this season, doesn't he? Standing tackles and um, possession, uh, winning back possession. So, yeah, it's a great shout. Basuma is another one. Yeah. I do like Basuma. I do like Basuma. The other player I think might leave United this year is Dan James. I think I think his time's done with United. He's a good, he's a good impact sub for them, but I think mm-hmm. at his age, I think he'll want to play regularly, and I think it'll probably do well. I think the experience of United will do good. I think he he's one of those players perhaps needs a step down, politely because it will be leaving. Mm-hmm. It will be a step down to then come back up with a bit more experience. Yeah, I think it'll do him good. Um, will I give you my? Okay, oh, go on. I was going to say, will I give you my three outs? I haven't. I didn't get a chance to get them. Yeah, sorry. Go on, go on your outs. Um, so the first one I have is Fred, just because he is uh, an appalling footballer. Um, he, of course, goes out and uh, you know Declan Rice will come in there. He just gives the ball away. He, I think, as I said, he does hold my time on the back. Um, the other one I've got is Juan Mata, because between him, Phil Jones and Marcus Rojo, he is the highest market value on transfer market. I think there's a lot of dead wood in that United team to get out. I was thinking Dan James, but I think he does offer something in you know the the games where they are going to be kind of under the cash likes against City against Liverpool and things like that he's just blistering on the counter attack and the other one this is the one that I think a lot of people will disagree with is Paul Pogba incredible footballer there's there's no question that whatsoever but he's just a bad apple in that dressing room you know he can come out for three weeks play the best football of his life he did it against AC Milan in the Europa League he plays so so well have one bad appearance Mina Riola will say he wants to leave and then all of a sudden United are crap for three weeks because they're trying to deal with whatever rift is in the dressing room so I think football Football wise, he's incredible, but it just does not make up for the the rift that he could cause in that dressing room. And he he does on a regular basis. Yeah, I, I know what you said about Pompa. The, the thing with Pompa is probably like uh, who who can really afford it? Probably PSG. And hmm. will he? You know, PSG can't. As much as people say PSG could buy them, PSG can't buy everyone. As much as people believe it, they can't buy everyone. Uh, in terms of the bad egg thing, I think he's an easy target. I think he, I think his agent makes him an easy target. But there's definitely been times where I have seen, and it's probably sacrilege there, I've seen Bruno Fernandes have pretty abject performances, probably worse than Pompa, but he doesn't get brought up. Probably because he, you know, he, he's a good player, he's got goals. But to me, I still think Pompa's a key player for him. Maybe he just doesn't work under, under this manager. Uh, I but, sorry, guys, I'm sorry, but he's he's an enigma. He really is. He came, how long has he been at the Premiership for? Matt, six years? Five years, is it? Well, like that. Hey, I say so, I'm not years. entirely sure. Okay, it, Okay, in those five, six years, and they try to create a team around Pogba, right? The whole Stormzy video, the unveiling, mm. Adidas and whatnot, all that bollocks, right? Mind my language now. So he's been in the Premiership for five, six years. Name me one season where they ran close to win the prem- to winning the Premiership in those five, six years. They haven't. 
They've spent endless amount of money trying to create this team around Pogba. He just isn't for me. For, for, for a player of his quality, he needs to be doing it week in, week out. He can do it against the Leicesters, the Spurs, the Liverpools. He, he doesn't actually do it against the top teams. But against the bottom teams, he does it. But then he needs to be consistent over a course of a 38-game season. All right, he scored a goal against Milan. He came off the bench. Great. And to be fair, this season, he probably has picked up. And when they don't have Pogba, they miss him. But all this... Honestly, that this talk about Pogba, this Pogba, we get a lot from United fans. He is nothing but an enigma. He needs a move away for his own sake, right? To walk away after six years with the Europa League and League Cup, that's it, job done. Fergie wasn't wrong when he let him go. All right, he wanted to leave for better football opportunities at Juventus, whatnot. But Fergie, he knows a player. He, he knows how to spot a player, right? If he really wanted to, he would have kept Pogba. But for me, I just don't think he's a premiership player. I really don't. I think a slower league like the Spanish League, the French league, the Italian league, he will flourish. But for me, nah, not, he just doesn't do it for me, especially at the price that they paid him for as well at the time. I don't think they get him in the same team. Him and Fernandez, I just don't think no. they get him in the same no. team. Without, without a solid DM to kind of like cover them, I just don't think United have that. I think McTominay could be, but I don't think he's a natural out-and-out DM. I just think Pogba and Fernandes, they, they try and take risks on the ball all the time. It's hard to keep the ball when you've got two players who just want this play the Hollywood ball every single yeah. time hmm. in that but is, I don't is there get them in the same team. But is the reason you can't get them in the same team is because the defensive cover behind them hmm. probably isn't mobile enough. As in, like, if he had someone of the Basuma, the Ndidis, or, like, we've got, when he's when he plays there, Fabinho can do the can do the job where you only need one holder rather than two. So there is, uh, my thing with Pomper is, I could see him going, I just can't see who can afford him. Or how much of a hit United want to take. It's not like, and look, United... As much as the rich club they are, they, you know every club's got a, a level they can take a hit to, and I don't know what big a hit they can take at him. So it will well, be interesting. His, what's his resale value in the summer? Then? Eighty million, ninety million? He's he's not going to command a hundred million, would he? According to transfer market, it's fifty-four. Yeah, I think so about sixty seventy maybe. Then yeah, feels yeah, but sixty seventy. There aren't many clubs that have got sixty seventy. No, it's 28, 28, 28, 28, 28. Okay, yeah, so, but. We will see. It's an interesting one. Right, a bit of admin for me because um, I didn't do it. I, I forgot to do it last week. I was too excited to do the draft. <laughs> so I got told off. Um, so please, if you can, uh, if you like what we're doing, please subscribe. Uh, when we get to 10,000 subscribers, there will be a big giveaway. And, you know, so please, you know, tell your family, tell your friends, you know, like and share the videos. Um, for those of you who don't know already, we do have a website now. It is live. It is um, lfcdt.com. So it's got uh, my ugly mug in it. It's got Avi's on it as well. Uh, it's it, and it's got all the links to what we do, to, links to the shows, and it does have an article section. Now, for the article section, um, it doesn't. It isn't just the uh, countries that write to it. If you want, if you want to write an article about football, about Liverpool, um, you could send it into us, you know, and we could put it up there. We could put it up there for you. So we've already got articles. We've got articles about the fall of Italian football from the uh, the high points of the nineties. We've had talks of. Trends. We've had talks of can Liverpool retain the title? Uh, people writing about their favourite seasons. If you're interested in writing and you you know, or you're a young writer, and you want to get your work out there, just uh, send it in, and we can we can put it up there for you. If you never wrote before and you want to, but you always want to write, so write it. You know, you know, we're pretty open to what people want to do. And the other thing is, we Discord is now back for LSD Day Trip. The uh, link is in the description. So please join the Discord group. Um, We've already got stuff in there. Um, me and Avi have had a good had a, had a good laugh in it. Um, we've had lots of good interaction today um, with the three and three out. So, some great suggestions of what people want uh, to see in other clubs. So, you know, please join us in that. 
Uh, and that's my admin things done. Right, Mr. Avi, the easiest job in the world. You, you're you in charge of Man City's transfers. So um, what three players you bring in? What three players you you bringing out? I've, I've tried to be as sensible as I can. Um, so um, I think Sergio Aguero is gone. I think he's, I think this is his last season with City. Um, great servant, great player, broken all kinds of records. For me, probably the best um, striker in the Premiership, really. It's just, I think he's superb. I've replaced him with, I'm just going to go one in and one out. Um, I've replaced right. him with, I think, Erling Haaland. I think Haaland's a massive target for them. I think he fits the bill. His father was an ex-player as well. Um, Oscar will remember because he was at Leeds. But I think Haaland's Legend. a big target Legend for them. Yeah. So my next player, I think Fernandinho, it might be time to say goodbye to him. He can go off to Brazil and enjoy retirement at Sao Paulo or somewhere. And I've replaced him with a young midfielder from Germany, Dennis Zakaria, who's coming from watching Gladbach. Really good player. Um, I think he's 23. He's had a bit of an up-and-down season, but I think he's a player that would just fit in that City midfield. And with De Bruyne and Gundogan in front of him, I think he'd be a great sitting player, even though they've got Rodri as well. But he's a player that I'd keep an eye on for them. And then I think it's uh, another goodbye to, again, he's been a good servant for them, um, ex-Spurs player too, Matt Kyle Walker. I think it's time to say goodbye to him. I think his time has sort of passed. And I've replaced him with a player who's who's on loan at, from Barca, but he's playing at Real Betis. He's been really good for them. Um, Emerson, he's a right back. He's 22 years old, really good. I know they've got Cancelo as well, but Cancelo, I think we've seen him play like further up this season in a midfield role or left back. But Emerson's a really good talent from Betis. Um, he's one that, you know, if Liverpool were going to sort of push Trent into midfield in the future. He's definitely a player that I would definitely have an eye on. But yeah, Emerson, I was going to go for Robin Gosens from Atlanta, who's just a machine, an assist king for Atlanta, a fullback. Uh, but he plays in a wingback system for Atlanta. So I've gone with Emerson, Zakaria and Harden coming in. And my outs are Aguero, Fernandinho and Carl Walker. Okay. Uh, Laura Duffy's back. Uh, so for City, she would get rid of Aguero, Sajenko and Garcia. And then she would bring in Gosens, Haaland, and Dybala. Yeah. Very top of it. I definitely should have got Laura on this show. So, Matt, what are you thinking? Man City? I think that's all really realistic, to be honest. You know, Man City are never the type of team who, like, obviously they spend a lot of money, but they don't spend on, on the best players in the world. Like, they I think Rodri is a, is a record signing at £65 million, which would probably be a, a big surprise to most people. But that is kind of the, the player they go for, a player who's kind of on the brink of, of reaching that top, top level. And I, I can't say I know anything about Emerson, uh, the, the right back, but for Dennis Zakaria, he's such a good player. He's, he's one of the few players, I think, who is physically powerful and, uh, like a big, big enforcer in there, but he's also technically brilliant. Uh, he is like a really, really good passer of the ball and he's doing really well at Munch and Gladbach, who our team are kind of up and down, as as Abby said, in, in Germany, but I think he'd, he'd be a fantastic addition. And Haaland, look, I, I, I've spoken to so many Chelsea fans who were absolutely adamant that he'd be at Stamford Bridge next season. I cannot for the life of me seeing that happen. I think if he does come to the Premier League, it will be to to Manchester, whether it's the blue side or the red side, um, I think does does remain to be seen. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if he d- did end up there with, with Pep Guardiola. And for, for the outs, I think uh, Aguero was the first one, wasn't it? Aguero and Fernandinho. Yeah, I think both, like you said, fantastic sermons. Aguero won Premier League goal in the last 14 months, I think says all you need to know about that. Through no fault of his own, he's just not the same he was. It's age, it's injuries and all that stuff. And Fernandinho, I think as well, has been fantastic, but probably at the end. Cool. Uh, Rajiv Kumar is uh, back in the chat. He's said, uh, Haaland for Aguero will possibly get rid of uh, Mendy 
And uh, I think De Jong for Rodri would be a good swap. Gives gives them a great control on the ball and more dynamism in midfield. Uh, right, before we go through mine, uh, Oscar, what's your thoughts on what City could do? Yeah, I think certainly the outs, I agree with. The only one maybe I might say is Walker. I mean, I still think Walker can possibly do as a job to back up right back, but certainly not starting right back anymore. Um, I think certainly Zakaria and um, Haaland, yeah, I think absolutely solid shouts. I think certainly, um, you know, in terms of the holding midfielders, I think obviously Rodri would be much, much better this season. I think loads better than he was last season. Um, but yeah, I still think he needs that bit of competition. You know, certainly if Fernandinho is getting on a bit. But I'm going to say, I'm going to actually put forward the left back. So I think when Cancelo drops into midfield and that lot, he's almost like, you don't have that much threat going down that left-hand side. You know, I think obviously Zinchenko and Mendy, they're okay. But don't- some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. I think they are particularly great in terms of one area of the game, not specifically good going forward, not specifically good defensively. I think they can, they can improve in that area. So I'm going to go Rafael Guerrero um, from Russia Dortmund. Dortmund, yeah. yeah. I think you can question his defending. I think it's perfectly fair to question his defending, but in a city team that dominates the ball, so you don't, def- you don't need to defend Te- very often. Te- technically, su- technically superb as well when you're technically superb, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, the goals and the assists he gets, I just think he gives them a whole different life on that left hand side. Um, a bit like when Pep signed Jordi Alba, to be fair, towards the end of his time at Barca. I mean, just gave him that different kind of threat on the left hand side. But uh, when you've got Diaz, Stones, Rodri, you know, Bernardo Silva will work all day long as well in terms of pressing. I think it's fine if you're not particularly good defensively. I don't think Cancelo is the best defender in the world, to be honest. I think he's a fantastic, fantastic fullback, but I don't think you necessarily see that defensive side of the game very often. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go and say um, the only different player I'm going to go for is Rafael Guerrero and probably get rid of Mendy, to be honest. I think Mendy's just too injury yeah. prone. Um, yeah. Obviously, great potential, but uh, but yeah, a bit too injury prone for me. Cool. Uh, Dan Jay said he'd get rid of Mendy, Fernandinho, Aguero, and he'd bring in Tierney, Doug Louise is on a buyback close, and Andre Silva. Tierney, uh, show. His name's come out a bit, hasn't he? Um, Andre Silva. His name in the last few days, I know he's had a good season at Frankfurt, and I think he was at, where was he at? Where was he? Was he at in, at, which Andre, Andre Silva was the one, was that was Milan? Monaco? Was it Milan as well? Who's that? He did a short yeah. stint at Milan. It just didn't work out. Um, but yeah, that's Porto, I think. Porto, yeah, Porto, yeah, he was a, like sort of a record signing at the time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's one definitely to keep an eye on. Yeah. I mean, in terms of what I thought for City was, I had Aguero, Fernandinho and Mendy. They were the three I'd get rid of. Mendy because he's never fit. Fernandinho, I just think, Fernandinho and Aguero, I think it's just five of times caught up with them. Nothing to do with ability. I just think they're at that age. Because um, City have the money, and they would, uh, I'm surprised one of the top six teams haven't tried to take Lucas Dean from Everton. Lucas Dean for Everton would work perfectly in that City side. He's great going forward. Decent free kick. Decent you know, wide free kicks for them. I think he's fitting perfectly, and he's a better defender than Mendy or Zinchenko, in my opinion. Uh, and then, yeah, f- up front, Haaland doesn't surprise me. The other one I've seen linked again is Lukaku. 
he is being linked again with a move back to England. And I think there is talk that Inter need to move one of their big stars on. So, I mean, can you imagine Lukaku with uh, Sterling and Mahrez either side of him? It would be a, a scary prospect. And again, the one I put was Ndidi. I just think Ndidi will eventually end up at one of the Manchester clubs at some point. I just think he's that type of player that they need. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, to be honest, City, it isn't the most difficult one to do because to be honest, they don't have too many weaknesses. You know, the only thing City may do is you may find them might have, might have to replace someone like a Mares who may get bored of being a regular sub, but that's not a quality. That's just because he wants to play regularly. But, you know, the only one I've seen a few people mention on the chat is uh, Bernardo Silva. Has he gone stale? I mean, I think actually he's improved this year because I thought last year he was very off the ball and stale. So he's possibly another one that City might look to uh, move on. Right, Oscar, come back to the, we'll come back to you now. Uh, Leeds, what would you what would you do to Leeds? Okay, well, because start, I'll start with the outs first. Um, Kiko Garcia just needs to leave the club. Um, there's no question about that. He is absolutely diabolical in goal. Um, <laughs> you managed to see three against Crawley from three shots. Um, it's impressive all mistakes, all mistakes by the way as well. It's consistent uh, though. Consistently bad, yeah. To be fair, honestly, Chris, mate, the last time Kiko Garcia has been anything more than a six out of ten in the game was probably probably eighteen months ago. To be honest, he is. It, it shocks me that we're paying that guy forty grand a week. He just needs to leave the club. Um, Johnny Alioski, I'm going to pick out as well. And um, there's been a bit of horrendous rumours, and I'm not going to lie, horrendous rumours about him going to a certain club. Um, I'm just hoping it's not the case. I'm hoping it's not the case. Um, it would be really, re- yeah, it'd just be horrendous if that happens, but hope that's not really the case. But he's just not good enough for us anymore, if I'm being honest. I think he needs he needs regular game time at his age. So I'm going to get rid of Johnny Alioski. And the last one, um, it's a hard one, this, but I'm going to go Helder Costa as the last one. Um, not that he's a bad player. I think he's good enough for this level. Just the consistency now. And I'm thinking... Rafinha, Jack Harrison are quite far ahead of him. We've got the likes of Somerville, Pabeda coming through the academy um, and doing really well um, in, in, in the under-23s as well, and a couple of other wingers. Just thinking now for Helder Costa, I think now is probably the time to move on where we'll probably get the maximum value as well. Um, not that'll, be, that'll split opinion amongst the fan base. I think the first two will be obvious ones, Kassir and Alioski, um, but Costa might just split opinion, but I'm going to go Helder Costa to leave as well. Okay. Uh, just before you go to the end, so I'll just give you a couple of questions here. Uh, Liam Morrison says, would you take Callum Wilson uh, from Newcastle if they got relegated? Um, yeah, yeah, why not? I don't I don't think he'd start for us, to be honest, because I don't think he does enough in terms of pressing and general build-up. I don't think he does what Bamford can do for this Leeds team, but I'd definitely take him. What an option to have, Callum Wilson. Okay. And Laura Duffy's back, so she said for Leeds, uh, the goalkeeper, who's that? Beridri and Elioski. Crowell. I don't know. And then Crowell, I think it's Tim Crowell, I think. Uh, Neto and Milik were the ones she suggested for, com- for coming in. Uh, a few a few of the, in the chat are suggesting Rafinha to leave. I don't think you want Rafinha to leave. I think that's just more... No, no, no. A big, no, no, I think no. people are thinking a big offer. I don't want to know about Liverpool putting bids in. That, I, could I, 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 I don't think it's... I, I don't think it would be just Liverpool would be looking at him. I think he's a very, very talented player. So who who would your ins be then? So my ins would be, um, one name that keeps popping up amongst the fan base is Rodrigo de Paul. But we are, we've got a competition. I think you guys are a competition mm-hmm. as well, or among the competition. I'm just hoping that the fact we can offer regular game time, the BLs are relevant to it, uh, with Rodrigo de Paul being Argentinian, the fact we went in for him last summer, 
Um, look, the fee's not going to be cheap, but he fits his team really, really well. He can play in several different positions. Um, he can play 10, he can play as a 6, he can play as just centre mid, as a number 8. He can do a bit of everything. Top creativity, think you've got placement. I think you've got a clear run at him, Oscar, this summer. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so, mate. Because honestly, if we're getting through the door, absolutely brilliant stuff. And maybe it puts a bit less pressure on Rafinha. And if Rafinha does go, we've got maybe that replacement in the door as well. But... Um, uh, just, just, uh, I'll bring it up in a minute. Uh, Laura's just correcting me. It's Alex Kral from Sparta. See, Laura knows her, knows her stuff. And to follow that, Kieran Thorne, who is going to get a ban after this show, is saying, uh, day trip out, me, Avi, and Gav, and in Laura Duffy, Avo, and Rajiv. I mean, to be fair, they're not bad ins. Surprised he didn't pick himself. No, well, you know, no one would have them on. Um, anyway, what's your other in? Sorry, mate. So, other ins, um, I've gone for Jose Gaia from Valencia. Valencia left back. Yeah. He's been around for years. I can't yeah. believe he's never moved to a, you know, from Valencia because of how bad they have been the last couple of years. Fantastic player, assist machine, defensively solid, technical ability, offers a bit. He's that final piece of the jigsaw at the back. I don't want, I don't really want a right back. I don't really want a centre back. I'm happy with our options there. Left back, Jose Gaia, perfect option. And the last one, it's not the sexiest choice, I'm not going to lie. It's not the sexiest choice, but on the basis that I get rid of Kiko Garcia, I've gone Sam Johnston on the basis West Brom go down. I'm perfectly happy with Elan Melier as our number one. I just want a solid backup, so I'm not panicking every single time Elan Melier goes up for a corner. Because I'm just thinking, if he gets injured, we're going to lose the next six games until he's back. You know, because we were, we, 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 we are incapable of getting a result with Kiko Garcia in goal. We, I think... Yeah, sorry. Liverpool, uh, Liverpool could give you Loris Carius. We'll literally give you him. You can, you know, we'll pay you to take him if you want. Take your pick. We'll give you Adrian as well if you wanted to. We can't give. We can't give Adrian Ferris. He's a free in the summer, so he can go where he wants. We've still got a contract with Carius. Cool. So Matt, Matt Leeds. What's your What's your thoughts on Leeds transfers? Um, to be honest, I was, I was a bit surprised when he said Heller Costa out, but look, like you mentioned, if Crescencio Somerville coming up through that academy, really, really good players. Watching them against, they played West Brom in the Premier League too there at the weekend, and they actually some fantastic players in that team. Joe Gelhart as well, a uh, really good player coming up to that academy. Um, Kiko Kasi, I think, is, is a bit of a no-brainer. He's just there kind of taking money off you at this stage. Um, for Alioski, I, I don't know what, what rumours there are, but I, I'm, I'm a fan of him, to be honest. I think he, he's a versatile player, but I suppose he, he's not a, a natural left-back. So I think bringing Jose Gaia in, a really, really good player. Um, I'm a big fan of him as well. I suppose it is a, a good uh, a good move there as well. Um, for Sam Johnson, there's been Spurs fans calling for him um, in the in the last couple of weeks, but I think 55 goals conceded this season, not the not the best record, but I think he's 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 better than the championship and kind of teetering on the edge of maybe being good enough for the um, for the Premier League. So that could be a good show to backup keeper for a Leeds team that I, I probably think will be fighting for Europe in, in the next couple of years. Cool, cool. Um, Avi, what's your thoughts on Leeds? Yeah, the outs. Uh, Oscar knows about the uh, Costas Castillas more than I do. And who was the other player that you said to go? Um, Alioski. Alioski. Yeah, like so I wouldn't know about the first two. The hell, of course, is a surprising one. Um, I think Matt just mentioned, but the ins. Yeah, I mean, Jose Guy is brilliant. I mean, we looked at him quite a few years ago. Um, but it's surprising he's still what twenty? What is he? Twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, I think. I think so. he's still twenty six. And he's, ever consi- he's, he's a consistent left-back as well. And you thought when Valencia were going through that period where they were selling off their stars, I'm surprised he just sort of stayed on. But um, no, I think he would be a, a shoot signing. And the other two were... Uh... Um, Rodrigo DePaul and Sam Johnston. 
Yeah, DePaul, I, th- I think, is a good play. He's, he's done really well this season for Odinese. Um I know people have started to link Liverpool with him, but I think um, I think Ulock might have a clear run on him. I don't think he's high on our priority. Okay. Right, I'll give you mine, because um, obviously I, I don't follow Leeds as well as other clubs. Uh, so I had Alioski and I had Costa as, your t- as two of the outs. The other one I had, only because of conversation I've heard you and Joe have on your spot alongs, Joe, was your captain, Cooper. I have heard lots of talk that he's he's been a good pro for you. He's helped you get through the leagues, but is this one jump too many for him? Or if you are going to keep him, is he, is he going to have to start becoming a bench player for you? And players I had in was one I had, which I don't know, people might a bit left field, but I'm surprised he didn't get a Premier League move. Was when Bournemouth got relegated, I was surprised Adam Smith, no one went for him. He's a solid fullback, but he can play left back and right back, and he's pretty good mm. either side. Uh, and I sort of feel like he probably should be in the Premier League next year anyway, but I just think he. A versatile fullback is pretty rare these days. Uh, and then the other two I thought was, one was Dan James, because you, you're constantly linked with him. You've nearly had him twice. And I just feel like that's a room that just doesn't go away. So I don't know whether the chip sale, but it, I could see that being one you would try and do again. And then the other one, because it won't go away, is there is still the Ben White chat. And, mm. you know, he's getting mixed reviews at Brighton. And you do wonder, is that just because he's getting used to the Premier League? Or is that because maybe he wanted the move that didn't come off for him? Uh, so they were the ones I had. My, my, oh, exactly, I agree. They're not the most exciting of moves, but they feel like solid upgrades for where you are. Because to be fair to Leeds, there isn't masses of is- masses of issues for Leeds in fairness. The only one argument you could make is maybe you need a bit more of a consistent striker behind a Bamford if Bamford goes off the boil or Bamford gets a picks a knock. But then is that Rodrigo? And he, you know when he's set when he's a bit more settled than the Prem, is that where he's going to be? Uh, Cheng Dows has, has also mentioned. Ryan Kent, would he be an op- a good option for Leeds, uh, currently at Rangers? They were linked with them, weren't they? They we, were a while. Um, yeah. We don't have any right-footed wingers, so it will be a shout, to be fair, just purely for balance. I mean, we're, we're so left-side heavy. I mean, honestly, every single window, it's pretty much a ratio of two left-footers to one right-footer. I don't, honestly, the team would be just left-footed just entirely if it wasn't um, for Bielsa and also having discussions. But Cooper's an interesting one. What I would say is, Chris, since New Year, to be fair, he's, he's done really well. He has done really fair well. Enough. I mean, long term, it's perfectly fair to say. I think Cooper will admit himself, long term, he's not number one. He's not number two. Probably not even number three now. He, he, for me, he probably is our fourth choice centre-back. And I just think just for the leadership in the dressing room, I'm, I'm happy to keep him for another season or two. Ben White, again, I just think Robin Koch, um, Pascal Strauch, even Diego Urente, all done really well for us. I think Urente the last couple of weeks has been superb. I just think the thing with Ben White is, I've no doubt about his quality. We've seen what he's done in the Bielsa team. But I just don't think in terms of the money-wise, how much you'll cost. We were quoting mm. £40 million last summer. I don't think it'll have gone down massively. It'll probably still be about 30 net this summer. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it. Considering I think Cox going to be the better player. I think he's better in the air. Certain elements of his game are more suitable. He's already playing regularly for Germany. Ben White can't get ahead of Tyrone Mings or Connor Cody. You know, that's that's the mad thing. You know, yeah, of I mean, some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.
Well, the bad thing is, uh, out out of those two, uh, the best ones is Mings's partner, Konsa, who still yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, who, who, who doesn't get picked in the England squad. Who to me is the more informed centre back, if you in, in my opinion. But uh, the other one is a bit of a lefty one, Daka uh, from RB That's Salzburg. Yeah, you know, I feel like, I feel like he I feel like he's due a move. Uh, the question is where. But he, I feel like he's. I think he's done his apprenticeship now at Salzburg. I think now he needs to move. Does he do the Leipzig route, which a lot of Salzburg players do, or does he do the leap to England, um, which uh, you know, like Manny did. Manny did the leap from Salzburg to England. So you know, Daka again. Maybe that is the type of player that he needs as a backup to. Taken, yeah, and I don't. And the nice plus with Salzburg, it's not going to break the bank because uh, they, they don't really charge like stupid fees. You know, Leipzig can. Uh, but I don't think Salzburg are quite are quite the same. Right, let's come on to Matt Spurs. How are you? How are you improving Spurs? Not as much as we need to be improved. I'd say is the is the first point there. We need a lot more than three players. Um, first okay, position I'm going to change your priorities. Hmm? Your three priorities then. Yeah, the first position I'm going to change is goalkeeper. Um, Hugo Lloris, incredible servant of this club. Uh, honestly, a, a personal hero of mine. He's been through us uh, from, joining, I think, in 20, 2011 or 2012. Stayed through the really bad periods of Tim Sherwood, Andre Villas-Boas. Um, and he's he's done a lot for this club. Got us to the Champions League final, but 34 years of age, the errors are creeping into his game more than ever. His, it's scary when he has the ball on his feet. Um, he's he's just not the keeper he once was, and look like I said about the Guerrero, it's it's no no criticism of him. It's a natural decline that comes with age. Um, so I'd I'd, I'd ship him off to, to PSG. I think there's a year and a half left on his contract, so get ten fifteen million from them, and use that money uh, and a little bit more to get Mike Magnan from Lille, who is uh, someone I'm really really excited about. So player the Spurs are actually interested. In, I think Lequip are saying that um, we're we're genuinely looking into getting him. Um, his his stats are, are sensational. I think he's one error to lead into goal in each of his last five seasons. He's still young. I think he's 25 years of age. Um, he's not the tallest keeper in the world, but he's technically brilliant. He's quick off his line. Uh, he's he's good coming for crosses. He's a uh, which is something we need. We do we do concede a lot of gold from set pieces. He's good from close range, good from long range. And look, Lille at the moment are joint top of the, the French League gun with PSG on 63 points. And one thing you need to, to help that happen is a keeper that knows what he's doing. And I think we're at a stage now with Lloris where the team is a bit more cautious and a bit more worried when he's in goal because they don't trust him. And I think uh, Magnan is, is a man who could change that. Um, a player who we were talking about just before the stream uh, somehow got into the England squad, Eric Dyer. Uh, he has to go. You know, some Spurs fans are talking about getting ten million for him. I would give any club ten million to take him because he is—he's just—I he, don't know how he's still a footballer, to be honest. Like you mentioned, there are some of the players that have been left out of the England squad. I don't know how Dyer's made it in. Don't think that needs too much of an explanation. Uh, a player to potentially replace him is Milan Skriniar. Now, it's not the most realistic deal in the world, but he's someone who Tottenham were absolutely pushing for last summer. Our chief scout Steve Hitchin uh, was out in Milan last summer trying to get this done and, and Steve Hitchin doesn't leave the, the training ground. You, know, you never see him out in public if he's there trying to get that done. Skriniar, I think 26 years of age at this stage. He's been at the top level with Milan for a while. Um, internationally, he plays in a decent setup as well. I think he's good in the air. He's that commander that we, we need at the back and I'd bring him in now for Dyer, but he's a potentially a long-term replacement for, for Toby Olivero as well who has a year and a half max left at his time at Spurs. Uh, another player out is Matt Doherty who, look, I mean, I'm Irish. I wish it worked out for him, but Honestly, the, the man is absolutely atrocious. He played in right wing for Ireland against Serbia the other night and he, he looked he looks more out of place in right back than he did in right wing there. Um, so get him out and I bring in Max Irons from Norwich who could command a very high fee. I think uh, uh, they've said they won 35 million from Bayern Munich and I think if it does come down to Spurs or Bayern Munich going for him, it'll be hard to convince him but I'm hoping the likes of Benjamin Pavard, uh, Joshua Kimmich and Sarah, the fact they're at Bayern Munich, he knows he's not going to get first team football there. Um, yeah, people say that a lot. 
Kieran's just saying, it's, it's, it's like watching a machine gun go off. It's very impressive. Really? Go on, Avi. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm six out of my own voice. Go on, Avi. You read what, what Laura's um, suggested. That. Partly it's because I can't pronounce half the names. Spurs so. out Dyer, Dele, Oriel, and in Ivan Tony from Brentford. Good shout. Mancini, good shout from Roma and Haug. I think he just joined Milan. Oh, so Jens Peter Haug, what yeah, a player. I don't think that'll happen. He just joined. And Honorat from Stad Brest. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's for Matt. Uh, but Haug is a great player. But he just joined them, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he... Yeah, um, summer, I think in January. Yeah, even. it was in January. One of the leagues we cover at work is the Norwegian ladies area and he's playing for Bodo Glimt. I think it's something like 36 goal contributions last season. They had some incredible players in there. Uh, Philip great goal on his, Spotford as well. Scored a great goal in his debut too for Milan. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Max Aaron, that's a great shot. That's a really good shot. Yeah, yeah. Norwich is it is amazing because last season, if you look at the players that they've released now, Jamal Lewis, who I think is a good player, I think it would have been better than Simakas for us. Um, ben Godfrey, he's done a really good job at Everton. Then you've got Max Aaron's as well. And the, yet they conceded abundance of goals. I know it's the system that um, their manager was playing um, Farke, but it, it, they are really good individual players. And Max Aaron's, if Spurs can get a tune out of him, and yeah, there was talks that Munich um, might nab him for the summer. Yeah, deal that's been mentioned is uh, Danny Ings. Um, no. You know, could, would you not have Danny Ings as a backup? Okay. No. But would you uh, want? But would you want to? Would you want to be a backup at Spurs though? When well, he give play? it. He give I think he ro- give you the option to rotate. He definitely wants a European hmm. side, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I think at this stage of Ings' career, he'd take a kind of backup option to try and be at, at that top level again, if, if you can even count Spurs as, as top level anymore. But I, I think Carlos Vinicius will be made permanent, so I, I, I don't think... I wouldn't take Ings, but even if even if we did need a striker, I, I don't think it would be the, the best option. Okay, okay. Oscar, what would you do with Spurs? I think the right-back situation, one person I thought straight away, um, just down the road in London, was um, Soufal at West Ham. I've been very, very impressed by him. Um, I think he's kind of a Mourinho-style right-back, to be fair. always His full-backs are always battlers, warriors, good defensively, good going forwards. I really like um, Soufal, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, um, I would pick him out, to be fair. Um, in terms of centre-backs, again, it's, it's hard to say because... Spurs' budget, if they finish in the top four compared to if they finish in the Europa League, I think it's going to be very, very different. Yeah. Centre-backs, I'm going to have to say Conza. I think um, Chris mentioned him before. I really, really like Conza. And I think alongside alongside all the viral, I think it could work for maybe a season or two. I think all the viral just needs that athletic centre-back alongside him. I still think he's fine, to be honest, all the viral. Technically, it's just... His legs have gone a little bit. And alongside someone who's solid, I think he does okay. I think, look, it's not ideal. But yeah, Matty Cash is a shout as well. But I think for a couple of years, maybe one or two seasons, having Contra alongside him, and again, a Mourinho-style centre-back, I think could um, could work quite well, to be fair. Um, and then in terms of CDM, again, it's it's kind of what's realistic right now for, um, for Tottenham. I mean... Declan Rice, if they're finishing the Champions League, could potentially be realistic. But um, again, it's if, if it's, it's if it's going to happen. But um, I don't think we need a. I don't think we need a CDM. Though. We got Hoybier and Dambele and Oliver Escape coming back from Norwich as well. That's true. I, I think we're. Yeah. I think we're safe in there. Just, I wish I said Winks actually to sell. God, there's so many. He's <laughs> <laughs> depressed. Again, but one shout out in terms of goalkeeper, but I think I think he's actually banned at the moment because he failed the drugs test. Was um, the keeper at Ajax? Who's Andre Onana? Yeah, yeah. Me now, but Andre Onana. 
Yeah, but I think he is. It, am I right in saying he's banned at the moment for a um, yeah? Cold yeah. So there you go. There you go. That's, that's sounds per- the- sounds perfect, doesn't it, mate? Jack <laughs> City. Could you go? Could he, mm. the American? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think I knew, we need, I knew that was coming up. <laughs> I, I think we need a keeper who is playing first team football because people always ask me would I take Dean Henderson or Nick Pope, and look in, in the last couple of weeks it's changed around a bit. I would take Nick Pope purely because he just plays more consistent football than Henderson. I know, look, Henderson had Sheffield United last season, but he's not been in that United team too much this year. So I, I, like, I, I'd rather look for someone who's a first choice keeper at their own team rather than taking someone else's backup because if you do want to be at that level, like let's you know, I really want to take people's leftovers. What Matt, about would you, Robert Sanchez at Brighton? He's really impressed me, to be honest. Matt, what about Ramsdale? What about Ramsdale? Oh, God. Avi, that's a yellow card. Come on. I, 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 I want Matt to come back on the show. You know, let, let's not be uh, dropping that low. I was going <laughs> to say, what's your opinion, Avi? But we'll forget that bit. Um, I mean, in terms of for me for Spurs, I had get rid of Aurier because my thing of Aurier is, no matter how improved he is, Whenever we play Tottenham, or whenever I hear any club play Tottenham, they always go, go at the right back. Why? He'll give you something eventually. And nine times out of ten, he will eventually give you something. Yeah. Uh, what What is the replacement for him? I don't know whether you'd want this. Is Would you bring Walker Peters back from Southampton? I know it wasn't alone. Yeah. But he's he's developed very well. And I think if you had had him, he's probably going in that way full-backs are going. Uh, I think mm. the move Southampton's done him perfect because you've now seen what the play was. He just wasn't getting regular games, which for his age, I understand why. It turned to centre-back. Um, I mean, look, to me, for centre-back, you could get rid of Dijk, uh, Alderweireld because of, of time, and Sanchez, they were just, I, I don't see it with Sanchez. The one I'm surprised is still at Burnley, is Tarkowski. The, the way you play, because you play a bit of a deeper line, would suit Tarkowski's game more. He's dominant in the air, which is what you need, and he's, you know, he's, he's no mug on the ball. You know, and he's still one of those players who's probably an outside, outside shot for England. So that was one player. And then the other, the other one I had was, uh, go back to Southampton again, because uh, Southampton fans will hate me, uh, War Prowse. If you got rid of... Yeah, I'd, brilliant player. War Prowse for you, set pieces. It's just like a wet dream for Harry Kane and Son. And, you know, Mourinho loves someone of that ilk. And mm-hmm. look, we've seen, he's brilliant at Southampton. You know, he makes that team tick. And obviously he's played with Hoyberg before. And then it gives you a chance that if you want to push Ndombele further on. And actually... I don't think he's the most athletic, but I think if you play a three, which you guys tend to sometimes, that, yeah. would, cover, that would cover that. Because uh, I think someone like Lamella possibly his time's up a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's 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 going to strike a nerve. Um, I think I I, I like I love Ward Prowse's player. He's fantastic, but I think Orbit Field is just so it, it's just absolutely packed. Like I mentioned, we've Hoybier, uh, Ndombele, Lacelso, Ali, Skip, Winks, Sissoko, uh, Bergwijn, Lamella, Lucas, Bale, Son, all can can play in those central roles and stuff like that. Um, so I, I'd love to get in a, a midfielder. I think if, if we were going to go for Marcel Sabitzer, we my first choice. I think he's available for, for about twenty million pounds on a year left in his contract. But I, I think we just got to just sort out the back. Honestly, it's, uh, we don't. I don't think we need to look for those flair players further forward because there's no point in scoring five goals if you're going to concede six every game. Yeah, but would you have War Price over Skip, for example, or Winks? No. Over Winks? Oh God, I, I'd, I'd, I'd have you, Chris, over Harry Winks. Um, well, but, I, I, I am fantastic, but you know, I'm busy. <laughs> I am busy at the moment. Cricket player. <laughs> more a, more, I'm more of a hockey player, to be honest. Oh, uh, what, one from Gare Cahill is uh, Lamptey at Brighton, who, to be honest, because of his injury, I think everyone's forgotten about him. But, mm. you know, it's how he comes back from his injury because it, I mean, it is a long 
injury now he's been out with. Uh, someone else suggested Koulibaly, because uh, the, the rumour is his fee's been reduced to £35 million. So it's not bringing down the average age of your squad, which you, you and me have spoken said is probably an issue. But it's a lot, it's a very experienced player, which maybe next to a Sanchez or next to um, the young Welsh lad you've got. Uh, Roden. Roden. Mm. Maybe that's what they need. You know, maybe yeah. if you if you kept the Larice, it would calm him down a bit, having that sort of a leader in front of you. Yeah, look, I I love Koulibaly at the club. He's you know, experienced. He's he's almost the perfect centre back. But yeah, like people always mention to me, like I'm doing a kind of transfer special on my own channel over the international break, and people are always mentioning these like the the Pedro de Balas, the uh, Koulibaly's, these like actual top players. And realistically, we're not going to be able to attract those players to the club. And look, as, as tough as it is to accept that, like if any like top top player, if Spurs go in for them, if another team puts their name in the hat, I mean that's where they're going, both in terms of money and uh, the potential for trophies. But as Shane says, what's happened to Tanganga? I think we're going to see a lot more of Jaffa Tanganga going into the, the end of the season. There's just this weird thing, and I put Tanganga and Joe Roden in the exact same boat. Very good players who, when they play, play well, but are prone to a mistake purely because of their inexperience and naivety. But really good players that I think we'll see a lot more of going into the end of the season. Cool. Yep, fair enough, fair enough. Right, um, Avi. What we all God. be waiting for? Uh, strap yourselves in. This is the man who predicted a 5 0 against Fulham. This is the man who we, we this is the man who we said, what medal did Tom Daly get? He said diving, you know. So honestly, for these little ins and outs, anything could happen. So I'd say get your popcorn ready and God help us. Laura, please rescue me with something good in the comments. Right, go on then, my friends. Let's hear your um Liverpool transfer stuff. So I'm going to be I'm going to be actually sensible here. So the three that I've gone out with, just because of the rumor mill and whatnot, um, I've gone with Genie Wijnaldum out. Unfortunately, I've gone with Joel Matip. Just can't stay fit. He's a bit of a biscuit. He's gone. And Sadio Mane, which is going to come a surprise to many, but I think those three out. And my ins, I've gone with so Matip first, just as can't stay fit. So I've gone with Paul Torres. From Villarreal, a left-sided player reminds me of a complete carbon copy of the way Daniel Agger was for us. Um, again, he injured. Yeah, <laughs> Agger couldn't unfortunately keep fit. He had a bad, persistent back injury, didn't he? But Pau Torres is—I think he's brilliant. He's—he's he's a young Spanish international. I think he's—I think he's mustard. I think he's the next sort of big thing. Um, and I think we can get him for like forty million, forty-five even. And then my midfield, I've gone with Ginny out and I've brought in Pedro Goncalves, who was at Wolves, went back to Portugal um, and he's doing wonders this season. There's talk that he's the next Bruno Fernandes, but he's a little bit slightly different the way he can carry the ball from deep. He's a really good player, creativity. He's got a few assists this season, chipped in with a few goals. Just love the way he can just carry the ball forward. I think that we missed. I think we missed that in our midfield three as well at the moment. Just like a 10 who can drop back as well and his work rate's great as well. And then from my left sided of the front three, I've gone with um, a player that I've tweeted a lot about recently, Amin Guri, who plays for Nice, um, a French international who's come from the excellent school of Lyon. Um, left sided pace, you know, he's young. He just he's called, being called up for the under 21s. He's scored a fair few goals for them already, but he's, he's a one in two this season, chipped in with a few assists. So he's a player that I think we should. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. 
It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Be keeping an eye on for the summer, just in case he moves. Okay. Uh, right, I'll read a couple of comments out, and then um, I must admit I'm surprised. I was I was waiting for Mbappe. I was waiting for Haaland. I was waiting for I told all you sorts of madness. Yeah, uh, it won't it won't last. So speaking <laughs> of sensible, here's Laura Duffy's. Uh, out Chamberlain, Origi, Matip, and in Botman, cover your ears, Oscar, Rafinha, and Hassam Owa. And she's also also I would get rid of uh, Woodburn, Wilson, Caddis, and Gruwich, which are, there's, there's loads to go out, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. And then Liam Morrissey has said out would go Origi, Shaq, and Ox, and in would come Mbappe, Ora, and Pershers. That's Michelle. some that's some shopping that's some shopping list there. Uh, right, Manny out. Um I think the chat's nearly exploded with Manny out. I think a lot of seen big call. Now you and me obviously have had a bit of back and two privately because we like to wind each other up. Um I can see both sides of the coin, as in he's had a by his stance, a poor year. So are we catching him before the Bobby before he does a Bobby and goes really off the boil? It's just part of me that goes, I still think Salah and Manny are two most important forwards. Yeah. And Look, I suppose the only the only club that can buy him is PSG. So, if he wants to go to Paris and he wants to play in France, fair play to him. You know, I think I I don't think he will go unless they angle for a move. If Manny comes and says, "Look, I really want to go," then I think they'll let him go. But otherwise, I don't see us pushing for it. But look, that's just me. Um, Oscar, what you what are you doing to Liverpool? Puffin buying seventeen centre backs. <laughs> I, I, I personally won't get rid of Mane. I think Mane, I know, I definitely see the case. I think obviously he's not getting any younger, but um, I think even though it's just off the bench, I think I, I'd probably be looking to get rid of Firmino first out of the three. I think Firmino's the one now that still a top player, but probably the one that I don't see getting back to that level that he was at kind of like two or three years ago, to be fair. Still a top player, to be fair, but um, I've gone Conter again. Um, yeah. as one of the centre-backs, purely on the basis that when Van Dijk comes back, I don't think it's necessarily guaranteed that he'll be able to play game after game after game after game after game after game. I think when you've had an injury like that, there's going to be the odds. There's going to be the odds. Not He's not going to get that bad an injury again, but he's going to have the odds week or so where it kind of flares up and that lot. I think it's almost inevitable when you get an injury like that. So we're going to go Conza, probably the most natural player. It says a height, aerial dominance quality on the ball so who can come in and kind of and almost almost replace Van Dyke whenever necessary and more than anything replace Matip because obviously Matip's um, fitness is the massive concern um, that's putting it mildly yeah yeah it's uh, I think Alwa is a great suggestion great suggestion to be fair it gives that a bit more creativity in the midfield um, I think it's a, I think it's a really good suggestion to be fair um, seen in the in the comments there Again, I'm not sure if this is within your budget. I'm not sure. I'm absolutely not sure at all. It might seem an outrageous one. I've gone Lukaku as a replacement for Firmino. I don't, is that within your budget? I, I don't know. Will FFB go through uh, no, no one knows. No one knows what our budget is. Uh, everyone guesses it. Everyone likes to be negative, but no one knows. The interesting thing I've heard about Liverpool, which I'd not thought about, was when we had our big summer three years uh, three years ago, when we, had, we bought in Van Dijk, we bought in Kate, and we bought in... Uh, Allison within about a six month period, they're all paid off now. That actually got paid off this summer, which people probably forget about. So technically, there is there is quite big payments that we have done that we don't have now. So 
does that is that where well, obviously I look football fan it's 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 probably one of the most boring things to talk about, but it's how thing it's how things work at the moment. You know, and Matt Matt, you know, me and Matt talked about with Tottenham. You know, that's how Tottenham gets some of you know, how Tottenham afforded him. If you, you if you get the structure right, it's very manageable for most clubs. It's getting mm-hmm. the structure right, and that's where the debate that to me is where City are different. Where everyone goes, City have only spent sixty five million I say only. In the big in big world, that's not big money for difference with City. City could pay a big down payment up front, so they they have barely any um, instalments. They pay the chunk up front, which why a lot of clubs go, I'll take it for less than the market value because I get a chunk of money up front. So Lukaku, I don't know. It'd certainly be an interesting one. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry if we, if we end up with Lukaku sat at Liverpool. I'll tell you one player who will, who would have thought be. Obvious, absolutely obvious as a replacement for me now before his horrendous injury. Raul Jimenez, before that injury, I think in terms mm. of affordability, consistency, being able to play that false nine role and also play a bit further up the pitch as well. I think Raul Jimenez would have been absolutely, he might still be, depending on how he comes back. I, th- I think Lotaro Martinez at Mil- into Milan would be just the perfect fit. If we're looking at that sort of next sort of phase after Bobby, I think he would fit. But I think we're looking for a Goal scorer this summer. No nonsense, number nine. Cool. I won't, Matt, I won't say who. Okay, Matt, you've been as a quiet I've known you to be for a little while. So come on, Matt. You can let Rip. He's, he's on a recharge, isn't he? He needs to recharge before he goes again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you go out to him when I talk and you go out to him when I don't talk, Chris. I can't win. Oh, no, I just worry I just worry about you when you're quiet. So it's not nice. <laughs> it's, like yeah. it's like me not being sarcastic. Yeah, true, true. Um, look, I think for, for the outs, I think when Adam is a... Uh, is is a simple one there. Like I, I saw some people saying, apparently Klopp has made one last appeal to the board to keep him. But I think I think his uh, his future is signed. I think he will be off to, to Barcelona. You know, Ronald Koeman, you know, he wants him there. Now he'll, he'll turn him down. In terms of the incomings, I'm a bit surprised uh, with the kind of level of player you got. And look, I Pedro Gonzalez, incredible. Uh, he's I think playing in the exact same role really for Sporting Lisbon as Bruno Fernandez was. I think last time I checked, he had 15 goals in 22 games this season. Really, really good run there. And look, if, if He's anything like his, his predecessor. I think he'd be doing well to get him in there. Um, I'm not as surprised as the chat is with that Sadio Mane call because the majority of Liverpool fans I've spoken to have said it's probably the end for Mane. And it, it's probably a, it could be a bit abrupt and it could be a harsh way to look at it. But when you look at the decline in his form uh, that we've seen over the last year, you know you can you can understand a little bit of a blip or, or something like that. And they're like the, I think the best players in the world can come out of this period. You look at Aiden Hazard um, back in Chelsea that year he went without scoring until he scored against Tottenham to cost us the league title. But um, yeah, I think Sadio Mane out is isn't the the, the worst call in the world. Now, Avi, I'm not going to lie; I haven't a clue who you said to replace him. I've never heard of him before. Uh, but I'll, I'll I'll trust your I'll trust your judgment on that one. But um, yeah, I I do think it's Firmino needs to be replaced because you you can talk about him being the defensive striker, the the assist, the second assist, and all that. But at the end of the day, if you want to win consistent trophies, you need a goal scorer up front. I know Salah can be that goal scorer, but you, you need. A, I, I honestly do believe you need a proper out and out number nine. And look, I don't think it's going to be Haaland. I don't think it's going to be Kane. I'm, I'm not sure Lukaku is realistic, but I think there there are strikers out there that you could get to to replace Firmino. I'd probably get rid of Firmino before I get rid of Mane. But I I, I do see where you're coming from with Mane. Yeah, the the, the thing I mean, Avi both said this with Firmino. The not scoring goals thing has always been a thing with Firmino. That's not mm. new. It's the the off the work stuff that he that he was brilliant at two years ago. That's gone. That's nowhere yeah. near. He's giving it away too much. He he just isn't doing the things that Bobby was very good at. And look, he, he's been with Liverpool five six years now. It it could be that we've we've just ran the lad into the ground. That's just what yeah, happens. I, yeah. I think 
I think that's that's a great shout, Brecken. I was going to agree with you. I think he just is literally shattered, and I think all this hiding that he's got a knee injury. I just think the club give me rest. Jotters, jotters back. They've said, "Listen, Bobby, just take two, three weeks off. Just go and recharge your battery. Just go and do what you want to do, and come back." I think that's what it is. Literally, he's just yeah. been ran to the ground for the last six years. He's averaging fifty-two games a season for the last six years. That's no joke. That's without an injury as well. Yeah. So that's but that, that's why I think Manny's having enough form this year because. Yeah. When have we rested Manny? And he's he's in he's playing the Afcon to like the bitter end, quite a lot. So I think they've said he's had something like three weeks off in three years. And look, Manny can say, "Oh, it's all in your head." That will take its toll at some point. So that's why the Manny thing I wouldn't sell him yet because I my opinion is I think it's more of a he needs us to get a bit of backup striker so we can actually say to him, you can sit on the bench for two months and just be a, and just rest yourself and then come back firing. That's what I hope. I mean, look. It won't be the first time I've been wrong. It certainly won't be the last time. Uh, Dan Jay has said he would, outs would be Wijnaldum, Shakiri, Origi, and ins would be Concert, Ward-Prowse, and Martinez from Inter. I'll take so, that too. I would take, yeah. I would take James Ward-Prowse tomorrow at Liverpool if I could. There's a lot of people that wouldn't. But I think he's a super, absolutely technically superb player. Really is. His work rate goes underrated because of his set pieces, but he is a he, he's a really good player. Really good player. I he still scored, think scored yesterday as well against the mighty San Marino. So he did. I still think that's the big Casino thing we haven't replaced. Is the dead ball specialist? Mm. Trent can do it now and again, but if we get a free kick thirty yards out from goal, you hope Trent puts it in. But anybody else who steps up, I'm looking, going, I just don't fancy anyone else. You know, Thiago maybe, but we haven't seen him take too many. But that's what Ward Prowse to me gives you. I mean, for my Liverpool ones, I'd said Matip was out. I said one of Cater or Ox. I don't think both will go. Um, I think there's more market value in Cater. Uh, the, the reason Ox may stay would be is the um, homegrown thing, which is still an issue for Liverpool. We we are at, we've literally got seven homegrown players, so if we sell yeah. Ox, we need another one. The versatility too, I suppose. Yeah, the only the only diddle you could do for if you wanted to get rid of Ox would be whoever replaces Adrian, try and get someone like a Ben Foster, English lad, you know, or like like City do with Scott Carson. Scott Carson is literally there to be the home quota. You know, it's not. It's not a. Not, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like we did with jo- like we did with Brad Jones. Unfortunately, we had to play him. But he he was he was just like third choice. He'd just sit there. That's our home quarter done. Then we had to start playing him, and he dives out the way of the ball, which is didn't he fall asleep horrendous. on the bench once as well? No, that was <laughs> that was that was Moreno. Moreno fell asleep. When he, when he was no when he when he was, when he got bored of his flip bottle challenge, he fell asleep. <laughs> Uh, and that's a guy on 60 grand a week. I wish I was a footballer sometimes. So, and then the other one I said, I'd put Bobby as an out, you know, uh, and, but I do see where, I do see where Abby's coming from with the, with the Manny show. My ends were, one was Kalatakar. Now, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen loads of him play. I'm not going to pretend I'm a connoisseur of French football, but the fact Liverpool bid 25 million for him in January says to me they've looked at him and they obviously like him and he's of the age Liverpool need a centre-back, 24. That's kind of the age range we need to start looking at because we haven't got many 24-year-olds. Uh, for Genie, I'd actually go Hasamawa. Uh, I don't think the Genie replacement should be a like-for-like. Like. We've got enough defensive-minded players in the squad in Fabinho, Thiago and Henderson. I actually think this is the year we do we do the system tweak, and I think an hour is what we need. And I think that's what you need against a low block. So it's just a bit, a bit different, a bit creative. And I'm picking French lads playing France because I think that's where you're going to find any value in the market this, this year is in France. And then for striker, I'd said the inter striker Martinez. The few bits I've seen of him, he just looks brilliant. Yes. I I could be wrong. He'd be a lot of money, 
but he's not Mbappe money. He's not Haaland money because I, I just at least not Lukaku money. I think those three are very, very big fees, and I think that is you're selling a money to get one of them. So that's who I, they're, they're the three I go with. How realistic they are, I think two are realistic. I think Martinez is probably not. I mean, look, but we're like you, Matt. We could probably listen to seven or eight players to go out, but in an express way, you would burn of the world, your Shakiris, the, the players that don't play very often. You've probably got players like that, that you're going to get rid of, but you they don't touch the sides. They're on loan. You never see them. Yeah, not where it makes uh, sense. Yeah, that's what I mean. So cool. Um, right. So see any more on the chat? Okay. No, nothing. Oh, here we go. One more. Uh, Sam Tandy. I apologize if I've got your name wrong there. Coletta Carr, Awa, and Mbappe. Um, I'd love that. I just, the Mbappe thing, I just, it just doesn't ring true to me that it's going to happen. If it happens, look, I'm happy to be wrong, but I just doesn't feel like it's there for me. Cool. All right, so before we go, um, Oscar, where can people find you? So you can find us on um, all these TV, on uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. We try and put something out pretty much every single day because you know, we're trying to get through lockdown, going, doing a lot of live videos at the minute. And yeah, it's just a good bit of fun. Uh, do watch alongs, match previews, match reviews. You can find us on all Leeds TV, guys. Awesome, awesome. And Matt, where can everyone find you? They must know by now, but let's just. <laughs> there might be one person here who doesn't. I need every subscriber I can get. Um, on YouTube, I'm Matt Hayes Tottenham Blog. Um, look at all the safe. Spurs are playing and they're losing, and you want to see an Irish kid cry, head over to my channel. Um, guaranteed to, to have some tears there uh, at Matt Hayes THFC on Twitter as well but look while you're here make sure to subscribe to the Day Trippers and all these TV as well you often find me in the live chat over there so support those two channels as well good good didn't you get past 6,000 subscribers recently I did I got past it last week when already at 6.2k we're flying Chris there you go there you go listen me and Matt have a lot of fun I do take the mic out of my but you know give him a follow his, his, his stuff is really good and you know he, he, do, he, he works hard so he, do, he does deserve credit for it as does Oscar don't we though? Avi, you're you're just on carnage, you're just drifting along on Discord. You find me on the Discord um on the groups now, so I'm I'm going havoc on Discord right now. He is, he is, and then when he's not doing that, he's WhatsApping me just to tell me what he's done on Discord, so I'm having to tie up his mess. So great, great. Anyway, it is quarter past eleven, so I think that's Enough of you lot listening to us talk. So thank you once again. Friday Forecast will be back next Friday and we'll actually have some Premier League football to talk about, which will be a nice novelty for us. Um, so we will let you know the lineup closer to the time. But listen, once again, thank you very much. And now listen, we're on Discord. Please give us your feedback. Uh, please let us know what you like, what you don't like. If you like us doing stuff like this, you want us, we can mix this up. We had good feedback on the draft, so we probably are going to do another draft at some point. But please let us know, let us know what you like, what you don't like. All, all opinions are welcome. But anyway, until next Friday, I'll see you then. Goodbye. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer... I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or calls.com for details. 
Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Sports Social Podcast Network.